insights from the world's best medical minds. This is the rightdoctors.com. I am Dr. V. Mohan, chairman of Dr. Mohan's Diabetes Speciality Center and president of the Madras Diabetes Research Foundation based in Chennai. I am a diabetologist by profession. You are listening to me on the rightdoctors.com. It's, which is India's leading medical knowledge platform. It's a great pleasure to talk to you today on the subject of COVID-19 and diabetes, whether there is any connection between the two. We all know that it has become one of the greatest pandemic uh, mankind has ever seen in recent history, at least across to all the continents except Antarctica, I'm told, affected hundreds of countries, millions of people have been affected, and tens of thousands of people have lost their lives. So what has an infection, a virus infection like COVID-19 to do with diabetes? Now we know that people with diabetes are more prone to all types of infections whether it's bacterial infection, fungal infections, and even some viral infections. First data started coming out from uh, Wuhan in China. We started looking at the deaths of people. And the first thing which came out that when you looked at those who died versus those who survived, that is uh, non-survivors versus survivors, and we also know that COVID-19 has different severities. So when you start looking at those who had more severe disease or worse outcomes compared to those who have milder disease, diabetes seemed to come out as one of the big risk factors. In fact, diabetes, hypertension, cardiovascular disease, existing, uh, co I mean, existing chronic respiratory pulmonary disease, chronic obstructive uh, pulmonary disease or COPD, certain cancers, in other words, anybody who had any chronic illness, they seem to fare worse with the COVID-19. When we further looked at uh, the results in greater detail, we found that perhaps age could be a confounding factor because the mean age of death in the Wuhan series as well as in Italy, uh, Spain, etc., was above 80 years, 81 years, I think, was the mean. In India, of course, it was lower because our population, our mean lifespan is seven years for males and six, nine years for females. So our mean age came somewhere around 60 years or so. But even so, it is elderly by our population. So in my opinion, uh, it is not the diabetes directly which is contributing, but it is age. And at that age group, a significant number of people have diabetes, hypertension, heart disease, chronic respiratory pulmonary disease and so on. Now, if you take diabetes prevalence in the major cities like Chennai, Delhi, uh, Mumbai, Bangalore, Hyderabad uh, and so on, at age 60, almost 40 to 50% of the population has diabetes and another 20-30% has pre-diabetes. So it's fair to say that at that age group, it would be surprising not to have diabetes. So it is not COVID-19, you look at anything, you will find that diabetes is there if you study any disease of older age group. Having said that, however, it was very clear that even among those who had diabetes, if you look at the survivors versus non-survivors, very severe disease, worse outcomes versus better outcomes, 
it was becoming very clear that those who had uncontrolled diabetes, uncontrolled hypertension, they seemed the ones who were doing worse than the ones who were well controlled. So the moral of the story is, while you may not have a greater chance of getting COVID-19 if you have diabetes, the chances of it having a worse prognosis or somebody dying would be higher if you had uncontrolled diabetes. And that I would like to underline, it's uncontrolled diabetes. So what should you do? The first thing that you should tell all your patients to, uh, to do is to look after their diabetes well, increase the frequency of testing because we don't know whether your sugar is under control or not. Diabetes is a silent killer as we call it. And so most people don't have any symptoms. You might find that your sugars are going up and then you might need to increase the dose of the medications, whether it's tablets or insulin, uh, when uh, you have a severe infection like COVID. Uh, so better attention to diet is definitely needed. Building up the immunity is a very great idea. And the way you build up immunity is to increase your protein intake, reduce your carb intake because carbohydrate excess actually makes you more insulin resistant and it makes you more prone to get infections and your sugars also go up, your HPNC goes up. So if you can reduce your carbohydrate, increase the protein. How do you increase the protein? For, veg for vegetarians, it is Bengal gram, green gram, black gram, mushroom, soya, milk, all these will give you uh, protein. For non-vegetarians, you can have egg, especially egg white. Uh, chicken or lean meat and fish. This will give you a lot of uh, protein. Now, having done that, and uh, of course, healthy fats uh, like monounsaturated fats, which come from nuts, seeds, and healthy oils like groundnut oil or mustard oil or gingerly oil uh, or corn oil, uh, or of course, olive oil, which we don't use for cooking in India. These kind of, uh, uh, those which are high in MUFA and omega-3, if you're able to take, uh, then it's a very healthy fat. Having done with the diet part, next is exercise. So we must tell patients to continue their exercise just because of lockdown or not being able to move. They shouldn't sit at home and put on weight and become more insulin resistant. Uh, they should, in fact, increase their physical activity by doing ground exercises. They have a treadmill, they can do it at home. They have a stationary bicycle, they can do that, or push-ups or uh, pull-ups or whatever can be uh, done, or even simple yoga, pranayama, deep breathing, relaxation, all these are very good. It not only helps to improve your uh, general fitness, it helps to improve immunity, it also improves your lung capacity and your oxygenation, which is very important for a disease like COVID-19. Stress reduction is very important, which you can do with deep breathing, pranayama, yoga, meditation, all these things will help you uh, to, uh, to reduce your stress, which is very important because anxiety, stress, depression also decreases your immunity. Now about anti-diabetic drugs. What anti-diabetic drugs should be used? Can you continue to use your regular medicines or should you change the medicines for people with diabetes? If the infection is mild, asymptomatic, sugar is well controlled, they're doing well with whatever uh, medicines they are taking, let them continue the same thing. There is no need uh, to actually change the medicines. All the medicines should be okay. Uh, there are arguments for and against. Uh, for example, metformin uh, should be continued. If it's well controlled, you can continue it. Sulfonylurea can be continued. Insulin can be uh, continued. With respect to certain other drugs, the, uh, the SGLT2 group of drugs, um, if the patient is having 
severe uncontrolled diabetes or if of a much older age group or the patient has uh, severe COVID and has to be admitted in hospital, uh, as of now, I would say stop this GLT-2 because it can lead to dehydration and it can lead to diabetic ketosis, euglycemic ketosis and all these things. And then after some time, you can restart it. DPP-4 inhibitors where the jury is out, but there is one view that actually helps and therefore it can be used. TZDs, I don't use TZDs much in my practice. Uh, it can lead to fluid retention uh, and so on. And there's some interaction they say with the ACE receptor. So liraglutide and GLP-1 receptor and LOX and um, uh, pioglitazone has been mentioned that better to stop during this time. But as I said, if the diabetes is well controlled and it's mild, don't have to do anything. Just continue what they are on. If it is uh, the diabetes is uncontrolled, if the COVID infection is severe, they're admitted in hospital, stop all anti-diabetic drugs oral and change them over to insulin. Uh, this might be a time for people with diabetes to increase their glucose testing by doing self-monitoring of glucose. I have also been talking in various uh, platforms about the use of continuous glucose monitoring, CGM, ambulatory glucose profile. Uh, and so those, if they are, are also done, it will give you an idea about the blood sugars throughout the day. You know that with uh, a small sensor being applied on your arm, you can get more than 100 blood sugar readings and complete graphs throughout the day for 14 days. It's like getting 1,400 blood sugars that you may not be able to do with your SMBG. So this would be an opportunity for you to uh, to do your AGP or uh, the CGM. And I would strongly recommend that that is done. What about other things to build up your immunity? Of course, home uh, remedies and immunity boosters like using uh, ginger or uh, garlic or turmeric. Uh, these are all very good. We know that uh, they are very good uh, to improve your immunity and they can be used. As far as vitamins are concerned, um, there is evidence that zinc and vitamin C helps to improve your immunity. But the big thing is vitamin D. We have recently published a paper just about two weeks ago in the British Journal of Nutrition where we showed that 55% of the population in Chennai, and it must be more in some other uh, places, I know that in Maharashtra and other places even more. Uh, so uh, at 55% of the whole population had uh, vitamin D deficiency. And in people with diabetes, it was 63%. And in obese people, 80% had vitamin D deficiency. So we can take it as a general rule that all Indians uh, unless proved otherwise, have vitamin D deficiency. So improving your vitamin D intake, of course, exposure to sun is a challenge. How do you go out in the sun when you have lockdown and so on? That could be a problem. And of course, you can get uh, from non-veg foods like uh, fatty fish, egg, yolk, uh, beef, liver. They say all the people don't eat beef here, you know. Uh, so uh, there are these are all the things which gives you uh, a lot of uh, vitamin D. Among the uh, vegetarian foods, mushroom is one, uh, which gives you portobello mushrooms, um, especially if they're UV radiated, uh, will give you uh, vitamin D. It's difficult for vegetarians to get uh, vitamin D unless you have fortified milk, fortified yogurt, fortified uh, cereals, and, and so on. And for people with diabetes, taking those cereals to contain sugar or orange juice, which is fortified, which also contains sugar, is not a good idea. So supplementation with vitamin D is a good idea. Uh, so we have 60,000 units which can be taken as a sachet in milk, say once a week for about four to eight weeks, build up the level of vitamin D and then 
2,000 international units, one capsule every day if you're able to take, that will help to build up the vitamin uh, D levels. So improving the immunity, staying calm and focused, not panicking, thinking positive, looking after one's diabetes well, all these will help to uh, improve your immunity and reduce your risk to that of the general population. Every day we read about, oh, increasing numbers, increasing numbers, increasing numbers. Partly you must, not partly, I would say, the largely this is due to increased testing. As you test for a pandemic, you will find more and more. If you do 10,000 tests, you'll pick up a certain number. If you do one lakh tests, you'll pick up more. And if you uh, do 10 lakh tests or 1 million tests, you'll pick up even more. It's like diabetes itself. If you go and ask somebody in a community how many people with diabetes are there, you'll, they'll probably end up with a result of 8% have or 10% have. The same community who said they don't have diabetes, now you go and do a, a blood test, the GTT or HB1C or any of the tests, fasting, two or you'll find suddenly the diabetes is doubled. It's not that diabetes doubled, diabetes is there, you didn't pick it up. Similarly for COVID-19, we are not testing so much because we didn't have kits in India. Now with increasing testing, we are picking up more and more cases. It doesn't mean that the cases have suddenly increased or something. Luckily for us, the death rates still seem to be quite low. And uh, totally in India, only some 1,700 people have died, uh, which is a kind of number which dies almost every hour or two hours in people due to diabetes in India. Uh, so I'm, I'm not so worried about this, but we have to be careful and maintain all the precautions that we, we are asked to do. Wear a mask, uh, wash your hands with soap and water thoroughly several times a day, and then use an alcohol-based uh, sanitizer if uh, needed to, uh, to uh, sterilize uh, uh, your, to see, to get rid of the uh, virus. And then also uh, see that you don't go out unless it is absolutely needed. If you go out, if you're a health professional, you're a doctor, so you must take all the precautions, use the PPE equipment uh, and uh, wear all your mask and gown and whatever if you're dealing with the high risk patients. And once you take all the precautions, I think you can stay safe. So all the very best uh, to you. And uh, if you uh, would, uh, I'd like to know more about uh, anything related to diabetes. There are studies coming out suggesting various things. One of the things which happened in my field is the uh, birth of telemedicine. So till now, we always used to see patients face-to-face. Uh, -face. Now telemedicine has suddenly become a big thing uh, because the doctor can stay at home, patient can stay at home, and we can still have consultations. And by going to the patient's homes, you can get the blood test done and then um, arrange that. Uh, so that is something which has come. So there are a lot of positives which have also come out of COVID-19, but it is a, a scary uh, disease. And therefore, my very best wishes for all of you to stay safe. For those of you who are uh, in social media, you might see my posts, uh, uh, frequent posts on Facebook, Twitter. I'm also on YouTube. So I request you to also to watch my videos. I have made a couple of videos about uh, diabetes and COVID-19. And it's a great pleasure to work with the rightdoctors.com uh, because they are very, very good. I see their posts also in um, social media frequently. They're doing a fantastic job. Thank you very much. Stay safe. Insights from the world's best medical minds. This is the rightdoctors.com.